Hello. So before I even get into introducing this, I just want to say that I have started to record this about a million times now and recorded a little bit of it a few times as well. And it's always a little bit of a train wreck. So the perfectionist in me doesn't want to publish them. The perfectionist in me just wants to keep repeating it until I find this perfect groove that may never exist. So instead, I'm just committing to this episode being a train wreck because that's what I need to do to get it out there. So sorry, not sorry. That's what the vibe is going to be. Um, Basically, I'm doing a new thing. Hello, my name is Emma. I am a submissive who has been in the kink scene for quite a while. Um, Basically, my entire adult life has been about struggling to date while being a submissive but I'm happy to report that I am now finally partnered. Um, I've been with my dom for a good chunk of time now, and I'm really happy with the situation. And now I really just want to help other subs who are going through this process because we all know dating is hard enough without having all this extra craziness thrown in. Um, It can really be a lot to navigate, and I think I figured it out or at least figured out a good bit of it. And I just really want to help people cut the heartache and get the answers that you need. Um, A lot of dating content out there does not really apply to kiki people or doesn't apply in the same way. And I've also noticed that a lot of content for dating while kinky specifically is from like the Dom perspective. Um, And I just want to come at this from a different angle. So What I wanted my first episode to be about is like the things that you need to know before you start dating doms, like for your safety, um, as well as just like your well-being Um, beyond just your physical safety. I think these things are really important. Um, I'm going to be going over some tools that you may have heard before, but with um, a little bit of like a a new twist thrown into them. I'm going to start by talking about creating a dating master plan, um, because I think it's really important to have an idea of where you're going um, before messing with a bunch of people if you don't know what you really want. Um, So just putting a plan into place. Um, If you think you already know what you want, that is amazing. And this is just about like solidifying that and really getting super crystal clear about it verbalizing it, writing it down, putting it out there, and just coming into trusting yourself in that way as well. And then at the end, I'm going to talk about creating a dating safety plan, um, which is probably a bunch of like dating tips you already know. Um, But the last thing I'm going to talk about is my favorite tip that no one seems to talk about, but I think is super important um, to your safety as a human being on this earth. So, (laughs) first of all, talking about a dating master plan. So, the first time I was really exposed to this was actually um, introduced to me by my therapist at the time. Um, She had recommended, as I was dating and struggling to date, um, I kept finding myself, like, you know, that classic dating pattern of meeting the same people over and over again that had like this one specific trait I really didn't want, even though I thought it was like weeding people out for it. Um, So she recommended to me to create um, a list 
of attributes that you would want from a partner. I'm sorry, I live with a dog and he's a little... Hey, baby, come here, Milo. <laughs> Everything's fine. Good boy, come here. Okay, anyways, <laughs> so what she had recommended to do was to write out this list of exactly what I wanted my partner to be like. Um, talking about like, you know, how they would treat you and literally also like physical attributes. <clears throat> like, oh, I want my partner to be this tall and this height and work this type of job and these really like clear cut things with the idea that once I got this out there, it would just start appearing to me. And she was right. It did start showing up. Um, but also when I was super focused on this like exact perfect list of traits, I kept attracting people to me that had those physical characteristics. Um, and then whenever they like maybe wouldn't check off another box on my list, I would find it really easy to overlook that because I thought I was like so stuck on the idea that because they look like this certain thing, this must be my person. Um, and I, I mean, there was one person specifically who like I kept in my life for over a year who I just like would not give up on, even though this was not the person for me. I just was so sure that this must be it. And I was going to make it it because he fit my list and I wish I didn't do that. And I don't want anyone else to go through that. Um, I really, I could have been onto my dream life so much faster if I just let that go. So instead, one thing I kind of figured out along the way was dropping physical attributes and just focusing on the type of relationship I wanted, the type of sex I wanted to have, and the way that my partner would treat me. So I also, in addition to being a you know, kinky person, I am neurodivergent. Um, I do have ADHD and that can manifest in some strange ways. Um, but one way that it manifested that actually helped me a lot when going through this was creating this freakish spreadsheet um, <laughs> where I literally outlined like all of these traits. Um, and I had that in like a physical place that I could reference. And what I noticed was that my answers one day would not be the same a week from that day. Because, of course, what you want is going to change as you change as a person. And that's great and so amazing. Um, so I really liked having my master plan be this like spreadsheet format where like it was permanent. I could look at it and see typed out words, but also I could just change out change out those typed out words. Um, but if you are someone who really like does well writing, like getting pen to paper and writing something out, try that too. Just maybe try a pencil and see if that helps. Um, so that you would be able to like erase and go back and change later, um, without having to completely start from scratch every time you change your mind about something, because that is bound to happen. We are humans after all. So what exactly did I outline on my dating master plan? First, I actually started with, I made this column of what I 
don't want in all of these categories. So like what I don't want in bed, like I don't want someone who's going to do X and Y and Z. Maybe I don't want extraneous partners in bed. So I just, you know, I'm really not into polyamory. Um, and then focusing on the relationship. Like I knew that I didn't want uh, to be with a dominant who was just someone that I would, you know, have bedtime <laughs> arrangements with. Like I wanted this to be someone who would be my partner all the time. You might want something totally different. And this is just about getting clear on that. I'm just sharing what my spe- my specifiers were. Sorry. Again, committing to the train wreck. Um, and then the last section is like focusing on like what I did not want my person to be like. So from past experience, I knew that whenever I dated people with these traits, like it just was really unattractive to me. It wasn't something I could get behind. It wasn't something that was like compatible with who I am as a human. Um, And I think where a lot of us can get hung up on this is having this idea of, well, someday I want my perfect person to be X and Y and Z. And you have this fantasy in your head of what exactly it should be. But then saying to yourself, okay, but I want that later. I'm not ready for that now. I can't have that now because I'm not good enough yet. Or it's just not the time in my life for this to happen. So that's how you can end up in these situations where you're not, you're dating people that you don't want to be dating just because you think you can't actually have what you want yet. And you think that, oh, maybe this lesser version of what I want is actually what I want, but no, it's not. Your your perfect fantasy is your fantasy for a reason. So let's go there. Um, An example of how this manifested for me is I knew that I wanted to have an in-person relationship, right? Like I want, I, I, I didn't want to be long distance. I had experienced that before and it wasn't for me. Um, I knew that I wanted to live a physical real life with my partner. But because I was feeling like all this self-doubt and also these feelings of there not being enough kinky people in this world or there's not enough people like me, I'm too weird. Like I, my person... There's no way they could live in my city. They would have to live halfway across the world. So I'll have to date someone online first. And then maybe in the future, we all move to each other and eventually have an in-person relationship. Um, But right now, I'm trapped with online dating. And I think this is a place where a lot of newbies to kinky dating kind of get stuck. And I just want to challenge that and challenge you to go after what it is you actually want. Um... And I think it's one thing to maybe be dating someone online with literal concrete plans of, oh, I'm actually moving to their city for a job in a few months, or we have literal set in stone plans of doing X and Y and Z together sometime. Um, That's totally different. But if you're living your life bouncing from, bouncing between these online not even really relationships um, because <laughs> you're not always able to have dates. I mean, you can just live totally separate lives. Um, I'm not trying to diss online dating. I'm just trying to say that 
if you know you want in person, start dating in person. If what you want online, if you, what you want your dream relationship to be like someday is someone that you're going to live in a different city from so that you can do your own thing, good for you. I am so into that and love that for you. Then start there. Um, but for a lot of people, we are wanting in-person relationships, but instead we're seeking out online. Um, so if that's you, let's try to switch that up. So then whenever you do get your dream in-person relationship, you know what to do because you, you've been through it. Um, so first I started with this whole column of things that I didn't want because I kind of had a hard time cementing exactly what I did want. So that's where I started. Um, and then from there, I had learned from a mentor in my life that in order to manifest, you have to put what you're manifesting into a positive phrasing because the universe doesn't understand no, it only understands yes. So instead of saying, oh, oh God, let me think of an example. (laughs) So maybe like I want to be with someone who's really kind. I wouldn't be telling the universe, I don't want someone that's mean. I would be telling the universe, I want someone really kind. So this is all about taking that whole list of things you don't want and turning it into those positive phrasings. Um, If you are already in a place where you know what you want, start with that positive column. Absolutely. Um, I think if you're having, if then if you're having a hard time teasing out certain details, get clear on what you don't want, and then it'll be more easy to convert that into the positives. So as you're going through what you want and what you don't want as far as literally what sex would be like. Go through things like limits, other people, like maybe like honorifics that we use in the bedroom, like kinks we explore, all those sorts of things, Um, even like aftercare practices. Um, When you're going through what you want the relationship to be like, think about how you want to be treated outside of the bedroom, maybe how you want to interact with other, um, you know, friends and family of each other. Um, thinking about how often you want to see each other, what your communication will be like, how often you'll communicate, all those bits and bobbles, um, even like, you know, what you were going to call the relationship. Um, This is the part where you would get really clear on that. And then think about what you want the actual person to be like. Now, in this section specifically, I really urge you not to focus on physical attributes. Um, it's just so easy to get stuck on them. (laughs) So instead, maybe focus on how you want the person to treat you, um, how they act around you, how you feel around them, um, all these sorts of things that maybe take you a little bit of time to learn about a person, um, but you'll know it when you feel it around someone. Um, so then once you have this clear idea of what that is, you really don't know what your what your person's going to look like who has all these traits. Um, and that's a really beautiful thing when you start dating to just be really open to the possibilities um, and just open to people around you and trusting that I know what I want, so it's coming to me. I'm asking for what I want, so it's coming to me. So if someone is coming to me, or it's just in my energy, like I know it's for a reason. 
Um, and I can trust that I'm where I'm meant to be and it's with this person and just play it out. Um, maybe the person is coming to you because they're there to teach you about your boundaries. Maybe they're coming to you as someone who has one of those attributes that you, you don't want, or just is really lacking one of those ones that you do want. Um, and then you have the opportunity to go, Oh, Hey, this thing is coming to me. That's not quite what I want, but because I know exactly what I want, I can say no to this person. Um, and I can do that with ease. So I am sharing my freaky spreadsheet for this because why not? I already have it. Um, I've, I've tweaked it a little bit to make it like gender neutral um, because I am a pretty heterosexual, <laughs> heterosexual person. Maybe I'm bi. I don't know. Um, like I am a female. I'm a woman who is really into men. Um, so that's like the perspective I'm coming at this show with. And I'm sorry if I slip up and accidentally use that type of phrasing. I really intend for this uh, information to be universal. Like I think a sub of any gender who's trying to get a dom of any gender could utilize this information. So I'm a tweaking my little spreadsheet to be gender neutral for anyone. Um, if you've got any, like if I missed anything, please like send me a little message, DM me on Instagram or send me an email um, so I can fix it because I, it's really important to me that these resources are inclusive. Okay. What's next? Okay. Okay. So we've created our amazing dating master plan. The last big part of that master plan is creating a plan for your safety. Like this is your thinking about your, your physical body <laughs> and making sure that you are protected. So this is elements like your personal identity. How are you going to protect your identity from other people? Like your name, your social media handles, your address, all those pieces. Um, maybe it's things like arranging your own transportation um, so that you're not, you know, put it, putting your life in someone's hands that you don't know yet. Um, maybe it's creating a set quantifier for, ooh, I will only get in a car with someone after at least two or three, you know, really positive dates, whatever. Um, maybe this is putting a plan in place with a safety buddy. So when I was dating, I had a best friend, um, who, well, some of the time I was dating, she was living in my city, but some of the times when I was dating, she did not live in my city. Um, I would send her before I would go on a date, um, anything from like a picture of the person I was dating their maybe their, their name, their height, just like some personal, like identifiable details, um, where I was going and when she should expect to hear back from me. And then she would know if she doesn't hear back from me by this time, that's the time to start getting worried and start reaching out to me. And if she's not hearing me, like, you know, eventually putting in a police report and getting my parents involved and all that sort of stuff. So I don't mean to scare you, but I do mean to caution you that you should be really protective of yourself and your body because you've only got one. This is also about creating a plan for your sexual health. So if you are planning to have sex with people, you know, figuring out beforehand exactly what you want so that when you're in the heat of the moment, you know what your boundaries are and what you want. Um, so like, do you want to use condoms? What type of birth control do you want to use? Um, all of these pieces, just know beforehand. Um, and that's really what all of this is about is once you meet a person, it can be really easy to be wrapped up in um, emotions. 
And especially if you are someone who is submissive and who tends to be like, you know, really agreeable and just wants to to go with the flow and experience what someone else is laying out for you, that is a really beautiful thing. Um, and there you you will have it. But if you have this parameter in place for, okay, but I know that this is my boundary and I'm not going to, I'm still not going to get in a car with a person that I don't, on, the, on a first date, I'm not going to let them drive me somewhere um, because I don't know where they could take me or who this person really is. Um, it's just, it's finding that, that balance for you and what that's like. Um, this is going to be different for everybody. So the big part about creating a safety plan that I don't think anyone talks about, but you should, is creating a plan for how you are going to honor your gut when it talks to you. So if you're headed out the door, maybe you're five minutes from leaving your house before a date and you get this feeling in your stomach that something isn't quite right. Um, it can be really easy whenever you're, you know, five minutes away from walking out of the house to just brush that off and think like, oh, well, someone's expecting to see me. I'm planning to do X, Y, and Z. I have a little bit of this time pressure. I'm just going to ignore it and do what I've agreed to do. Um, so if you create a plan beforehand, um, of how you're going to handle those gut feelings and how you're going to honor them, um, your, your body's just trying to talk to you all the time, and sometimes your body's wiser than your brain. So let's make a plan for them to work in tandem together when the situation arises. So maybe your plan is, oh, if I get this, this certain gut feeling about someone, then I'm going to put in some additional safety measures. Like I'm going to make sure that we're, we're doing X, Y, and Z instead of me usually doing this thing. Maybe it's things like, oh, I'm going to shorten her date. Or, oh, maybe I'm going to send a text message rescheduling our date and see how this person responds to that. Um, there's a lot of different things you can implement with, implement with that. I recommend just experimenting with it um, and figuring out what's going to be best for you because you're going to learn about yourself and you're going to learn about the person either way. Um, so, and if you're if you're if you're right with the right person, then you following your gut and saying, "Hmm, I'm just getting kind of a weird feeling. I actually want to have our our date over Facetime first, and maybe meet in coffee next week." Like that's not going to be a problem. Um, if you're with, assuming that the list of <laughs> things that you want from a person would be someone who would honor your your feelings and want to be respectful of your comfort level and all those sorts of things. So, I hope this is helpful. Um, like I said, I'm creating this freak. I'm sharing this spreadsheet that I've created. It's going to be linked in the bio of the show. Otherwise you can find it on my website, which is kinkybestie.com. K-I-N-K-Y-B-E-S-T-I-E.com. I'm going to have a whole blog post about this episode, um, with a few more details about, filling out the dating master plan if you're like struggling with some certain elements as well as um, it's going to have you know how you can download the master plan which you can use as a google docs spreadsheet or you can print it out or you could just view it online and use it as like a little like journal prompt like however this is going to serve you i'm creating this and making it available for you to use so Thanks for bearing with me through this first episode. Um, I can't wait to make more. Let me know how this helps you. 
and enjoy the rest of your day. (laughs) Bye.